Paranoia. Some thoughts on paranoia. Because I've heard the word directly from people close to me, overhearing it in the gym, and just it's been a topic or a theme that's been coming up over the last pretty much May, I'd say. But the last two or three weeks, which is pretty much May. Anyway, before we get into it, how are you feeling today? Truly, how are you feeling? Where's your breathing? Where's your breath? Nose, mouth, belly, chest. Probably naturally taking an inhale with me there and let it go. No offense if you're not taking the inhales with me. <laughs> I know a lot of you are. That's beautiful. Paranoia. And just... I could go on, like a lot of these topics, I could go on for a while about this subject. It could go many different directions. But I just want to be succinct with it and say something really simple like what if paranoia was coming up in you or in people in order to be released in order to be purged which brings me then to what you think about you bring about which brings you then back to the whole devil and angel on your shoulder so what we think about we bring about and the strongest feelings that we have about certain scenarios is what reality is going to reflect back to us so we kind of have to be mindful about the intensity of the feelings that we're having if we don't want that to show, to show up in our life. You with me so far? So what we think about, we bring about. What we think with strong feelings and emotions is going to present itself in our world. And if it's a fear or a paranoid thought or any, like map this across to anything. You know, it can happen in, the, in, in a beautiful way. Uh, like... The, an example that comes to mind is you know the way when you you know when when you when you said you're going to get a car, and then all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. You've never noticed the car before, and one of your friends gets one, and then all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. It was always there. So what we what we focus on expands. What we where our attention goes, energy flows. So when it comes to something like paranoia, that can grab you. It's I've had intrusive thoughts. If you follow these podcasts all of May, I've had really intrusive thoughts present themselves and i've got the skills and i'm equipped now to handle that but not a lot not everybody is and not a lot of people had answers for me when i was going through my you know intrusive thoughts in 2011 you know so much has happened since then from medication to from a traumatic bike accident to changing countries to stopping smoking weed for the first time in over 10 years like there's been lots of different things that has had me go on this journey inwards in order to find answers that feel like they're actually answers. A lot of the time I wasn't happy with what the doctors were telling me. And that's why spiritual awakening and psychosis are so closely related. A spiritual awakening in my description is waking up to who you are and therefore waking up to who you are not. A better way, and I, the way I usually say is a spiritual awakening is waking up to who you are not. But you've been acting or being and doing that those things for 10, 15, 20 years or more. So that's who you feel you are. That's your identity. So it's like an identity crisis. A spiritual awakening can be like an identity crisis. And we can begin to cling or try and grab or attach ourselves to an identity that wants to dissolve, that wants to evolve. So a spiritual awakening, when I say amplify your awareness and accelerate your awakening to your true self, a lot of the process is letting go of who we are not, who we have grown up being led to believe we are. 
who we have grown up like being led to believe who we are. In other words, you're you're Irish, you're a brother, you're a mother, you're a father, you're an uncle, you're an age, you're a job role, you're a... You know, a lot of these things are roles. They're not necessarily identities. When we cling to them as an identity, they can be helpful or they can be hindering, like everything. So as so, just to bring it back to paranoia and intrusive thoughts and what we think about, we bring about and where attention goes. And like under the magnifying glass, like if you think about what happens when a magnifying glass, when the, when the sun is focused through a magnifying glass, it creates insane and intense heat that, that causes fires or can cause fires. So what I want you to see is as you magnify in, as you hone in on fearful thoughts of any nature, reality is going to present feedback for you. You're going to, you're going to see that blue card everywhere that you've never seen before. You're going to see evidence of paranoid thoughts or fearful thoughts or distress or stressful thoughts. That's what, that's what the life is going to feed you back. So what I want you to take from this podcast is and take with you into your life and day or day and life as I get a little bit excited here, but what I want you to take from it is, what if them thoughts are coming up to be purged out of the system? So I liken the body to a hard drive. Right? See, does this analogy work for you? The subconscious mind is like a hard drive that stores all of our memories, or as much memories as it can. From childhood, and maybe even beyond, like I'm a believer of beyond. I'm a believer of beyond just this life. Like cells, DNA, ancestry, bit of Viking, bit of Christian, multiple lives potentially. Coming to this life to learn some skills and to address some stuff to know to graduate from life. Like I, 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 I'm a believer of that. So what if there's generations of fear that's, that was real once upon a time like, look what happened in the church and look what happened in army barracks and Germany and slavery. And look at all the different things that happened not too far down the line of grandparents, grandparents, grandparents. You know what I'm saying? So what if fear and paranoia is actually just coming up to be let go? It's coming up to be purged. It's purging out of the system. What if it's happening for many, many, many people, which I believe it is because it's been a team. This happens in coaching and this happens in life sometimes. There's teams as the seasons change, as we move into May and Bialt and a different thing, astrologically, cyclically, seasonally, different things are happening. I even noticed this with me, with me time hops and what I was doing a year ago, four years ago, different stuff. There's teams and cycles to life. So what if paranoia is just coming up to be purged and then the problem lies in, the, in, in, in when, when, we, when we grab that fear that wants to purge out of our system, we grab it and amplify it and give it attention. So where attention goes, energy flows. So we're amplifying the fear. We're amplifying paranoid thoughts and intrusive thoughts. Devilish thoughts. And then we're getting feedback in the world. The beautiful thing about this mechanism is we can do it the other way. I've been saying a lot. This like I've been dropping in a lot of mantras. I, I've never been a big fan of mantras. I've never used them often. I've sporadically done them. But I've been amplifying how many mantras I say to myself. Because I can see intrusive thoughts and I can understand paranoia. And I can see what it can do. And that's why psychosis and spiritual awakening is very closely related. I'm mentally health forced aid trained. I got a, a training in mental health forced aid uh, for the workplace. And it was fascinating for me to observe and learn in that environment. Coming from what I understand about spirituality or consciousness. 
and the invisibleness, let's say. Now, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not trained to deal with people with psychosis. I'm just saying in my own living experience, there has been times where it seems like psychosis and I've got different solutions than medication or a padded room. I've learned enough over the years. It was scary at times and it does get scary at times, but I've been bringing in mantras just to use the same mechanism in the other direction like we are in a safe place. This is a safe world. Money flows to me effortlessly and easily in expected and unexpected ways. God is good to me and God is guiding me and everything is always working out for me. If an intrusive thought tries to find me, penetrate me, and I begin to say God is good to me, God is guiding me and everything is always working out for me. God is good to me and God is guiding me and everything is always working out for me. Money flows to me effortlessly and easily from expected and unexpected ways. This is a safe world. I am safe. If I'm saying those things, I can't feel paranoid. Now, there's been moments where I've been getting really intrusive thoughts this month, a couple of days out of the month. And I I was kind of dabbling with them mantras and I kind of wasn't able to get it back. I was kind of feeling myself like anxious and just like, what are they, like kind of like what are they look like real real really weird fucking thoughts for me to be having um because if you want to say the enemy or the devil it always has really good reasons for giving you these thoughts i don't know whether i'm going too deep here but there's always good reasons for you to, for you to have that thought like your mind will produce very valid beliefs to support the emotion of fear your mind will produce very valid thoughts to amplify fear at times it's a strange thing that happens inside of us really if you think about so there's been moments where i haven't been able to get it back but the mantras now i'm I'm amplifying the mantras and i'm believing them and i'm ingraining them in deeper and then i'm okay with purging paranoia i'm okay with purging old identities i'm okay with purging attachments to different things a big one for me over the last few years has been like my family's pretty much not going to work out like it's 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 been all over the place like that was my life for so long working towards certain things that that's been a really hard pill for me to swallow and i've been swallowing it sporadically like grieving it sporadically no one knows what the future holds anything is possible but in regards to the idea that i thought i was working towards for a very long time that just fell apart like a lot of people's life fell apart at the beginning of uh, March 2020 there's been a lot of different things like there's been a like a hurricane like 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 a cataclysm I want to say I don't even know what that what that word, word means but it lingered around for three or four seconds so I said it like it's been just a cataclysm I'm gonna google that later I'll be super honest with you of of, of events and whirlwinds for people and <laughs> I don't know about you but I, I believe our job is to just be the center of the the, the, the eye of the storm where it's always calm Cows and dustbins and cars and lampposts and bits of houses can be flying around. But what use is it of me being stressed? What use is it of me getting angry about what's actually fucking happening? The best thing that I can do. Now, anger's okay. It's valid. Different conversation. But what, what's the best way for me to handle anything? Any hurricane? Any storm? Well, I'm going to make the best decisions if I'm calm. I'm going to make the best decisions if I'm in my peace. In my power. Feeling on purpose. Walking towards a destination. Feeling that destination more and more and more every single day. 
Sometimes the destination changes and pivots happen and we're going around in circles, it seems. But when we're going around in circles, it is like that spiral. It is like that hurricane. It gets bigger as we go up. It seems like we're going back to the same spot, but it's broadening our horizons as well. Now, I didn't know I was going to go into this when I started to talk about paranoia, but I always want to give you the, the out. I don't just want to talk about stuff and create more fear in your brain, if there's any there. I want you to be able to see the way out. I want you to be able to get out of it. I want you to be able to understand yourself and learn every single fucking day, making every single day a school day and every experience a learning one. It takes thinking to think and it's going to hurt your brain at times. And I know, depending on where you are on your journey, a lot of these words are probably just bouncing. They just feel. If you're ever losing me with words, just keep feeling. And if it ever gets too much, just knock it off. Come back to it. But trust that there's a higher or a deeper, there's a higher part of you or a deeper part of you bringing you to these podcasts. This content for me would have been a game changer for me 10 years ago to be able to hear someone like down to earth layman or dub speaking to me like this so it would have completely completely changed the game for me back then so i'm trusting that it's going to change the game for you so let these thoughts purge and it doesn't matter if it's a it doesn't matter if you've went through a breakup or or you've had a heart like you might have had a baby recently and had a traumatic experience you and your missus or you and your fella you might have went through some crazy stuff that's bringing up lots of grief and lots of anger and lots of pain. And that's okay. I want you to really take this from this podcast. Let that be there. Don't make it wrong. Sit in it if you have to. Just go back to your breath. And just say what you believe. Everything is always walking out from you. I trust that everything happens for a reason. Whatever you can believe that's true. Depending on how... So, so get this. Depending on how deep you are in the pain. Or depending on how deep you are in the paranoia. Or depending on how deep you are in the fear of anything. You have to find the next best thought that you can believe. Now depending on what time of the day it is. If it's past 8pm I'm going to say go to bed. Go up and start fresh tomorrow. But depending on where you are in the fear spiral downwards. Because pretty much all of this stuff is rooted in fear. It's either rooted in fear or it's rooted in truth, love, courage words trying to describe energies but ten, things tend to be either rooted in either of those two truth and courage love as, a, as an energy unconditional love as an energy or fear fear based lack based poverty based limitations forceful thoughts but stay on point Johnny so they tend to become at the one, one of either of those two places and you need to find the next believable thought so if, you're, if it's first thing in the AM, start off as you mean to go on. God is good to me, God is good to me, and everything is always working out for me. Money flows to me effortlessly and easily in expected and unexpected ways. If you've got debts, if you've got bills to pay, if you've got shit like all over the place, you're probably driving home from work ruminating about that and, and, and thinking and feeling about debt or scarcity or lack or how fucking many weeks you're going to have to work to get yourself out of it. Or like you're never going to get out of it. Now see that. And then think about saying. Money flows to me effortlessly and easily. In expected and unexpected ways. First thing in the AM. Even if you don't believe that. By the time you say that 10, 15, 20, 30 times. You're fucking believing it. Or at least you're not thinking about debt. So you're starting to feel like money flows to me. Effortlessly and easily in expected and unexpected ways. You see what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? You hear me? So what if paranoia or any fear. Is just coming up to be purged. And what if you grab that and then you're reliving it and rethinking it and perpetuating the loop of thinking and feeling? Remember yesterday, what you think about and what you feel is your point of attraction. 
what you're thinking and what you're feeling is your point of attraction. That's what that's what's magnetizing the results into your life. So if they're fear-based, if they're poverty-based, if they're paranoid and intrusive, devilish, then the world is going to feed that back to you. So it's up to you to change what the world feeds back to you. Do you get what I'm saying? If this is brand new to you, I'm still figuring out who's listening to this podcast because I'm, I believe I'm working with people who are, you know, I don't even know what words to use, like light workers or, or soul driven or deep motherfuckers. I, I, I love you to bits. I'm, I'm grateful that you're being here. I would love to think that I can swarm the country and, and ripple out into construction men's ears because I'm a lame man at heart and I've just found my way through mental health or what do you want to call mental health crisis? I call the spiritual awakening. So I'm still finding out the audience here. So as I get clearer on the audience, I'll get the message will get clearer and I'll make more um, relevant content. But for now, I'm covered in a lot of different angles. You might notice that. So what we think about, what we bring about, where our attention goes, energy flows. And when energy flows into that, we're acting like the magnifying glass to the sun and we're just making it bigger, making it more intense, amplifying the rays of the sun. You're amplifying the rays of your awareness when you focus on intrusive thoughts. And that doesn't feel good. If you think about being afraid, if you think about if you've ever got afraid, if you've ever got a fright, if you've ever walked down the street on a dark night or been in a house alone where it was getting eerie, and that fearful thought started to ramp up. You know exactly what that feels like. And you know that from there, you're thinking of a few things. You're not thinking much, actually. It's a subconscious built-in mechanism. Fight, flight, freeze. <laughs> you're kind of frozen. Your eyes get narrower. You see less. And you're getting ready to fight or fly. Right, That's ultimately where fear wants to take us. And look, fear has some good points because there are some times where fear would be helpful and running fast would be helpful and fighting would be helpful or freezing if you spotted a lion in the in the, in the the Sahara when you were back in Africa or whatever. It was helpful to freeze. It was helpful to be have that energy of adrenaline which switches off a lot of your cognition and your rationale and your logic to just fucking run or fight. So these mechanisms have a place but I'm bringing you awareness and understanding of what's actually happening so that you can live a more fulfilling life, a happier life ultimately, a more peaceful life, so that you can be the eye of your storms, your hurricanes. Awareness changes everything and awareness changes every day. If you're not following me on Instagram, you'll get me on that name. Awareness changes everything and awareness changes every day with two underscores. <sighs> this stuff is magic. Everything is energy and all problems are mental to a degree. Because we can always change our mental perspective, which in turn can then produce different results in how we feel about the subject which then can create a different life so everything is energy e equals mc squared and a couple of i'll leave it on the three quotes from albert einstein you cannot solve the problem on the same level of thinking that created it in other words if you're thinking about fear and you're in fearful places well you cannot solve the fearful stuff from a fearful place you best get back to neutrality. You best meditate, jog, run, sprint, do whatever you got to do. Press up, sleep, eat better, choose a nice meal. Whatever it is to shift gears from fear, you cannot solve the problem on the same level of consciousness that created it. So it's about changing your consciousness so that the problem either disappears or you have a higher vantage point, more awareness, different perspectives in order to take different action. The E equals MC squared is, 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 is one of the quotes. Um, and the last one is, I mean, there's another one. If you judge a fish on its ability to climb a tree, you will grow up thinking it's stupid. And the last one is, 
an addition to E equals MC squared, which means everything is energy. He says, this is not philanthropy. This is physics. So it's it's scientifically proven, basically. I don't know why, lads. But I'm, at the, I'm at the blushing a little bit there. I'm taking a redner. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's because I, I, seen the, I seen a meme in my head of the don't judge a fish but it's ability to climb a tree or it'll grow up thinking it's stupid and I threw that quote in and I'm like that has nothing got to do with paranoia or energy or solving the problem with the same level of thinking that created but we throw it in there anyway some Einstein quotes why not and I'll share my little red in a moment with you so paranoia what we focus on expands what we think about we bring about I trust you got some value from this if you did share it with a friend share it with a family member share it with someone who you think and feel will resonate and uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow